0: A fam production. Furniture and mattress. Fam.news. Are you looking for awesome ideas to create word of mouth marketing? Like the kind of marketing with massive return on investment? We have some ideas for you, and it's all coming at you in 60 seconds. Welcome to the Dos Marco Show with Mark Kinsley and Mark Quinn, where mattress and furniture leaders gather to grow, get the inside scoop, tell stories, and take tequila shots.
1: Uno, dos, tequila!
0: Welcome aboard. Here's your passport to a planet filled with the
1: mattress industry's brightest minds and biggest ideas.
0: The galaxy's
1: greatest mattress podcast has liftoff in three, two, one.
2: Hello, Mr. Quinn. How are you doing, Adrian? I'm good. I missed you this week.
0: Well, I, I traveled missed... for
2: the first time to an event, and you weren't there.
0: I missed you guys. I can't believe that I didn't get to go to prime time. I love that event. So, man, I saw the pictures and the updates. By the way, if you're watching this right now, you need to know that Mr. Kinsley is not with us because he had some stuff he had to do. Just conflicts. It schedules and uh, not only that, but I've never got to do a show with you, Adrian. So for me, this is awesome.
2: We say that Kinsley's out. Really Quinn was just jealous that I get to be on a show with Kinsley every week. And so he kicked Kinsley off and here I am.
0: You guys are doing your marketing thing over there and I don't ever get to do a show with you. So it's only fair, Adrian. Uh, anyway, I love it. So thank you for jumping on. Hey, well, I, thank listen- thank you for the invitation. What's that?
2: So thank you for the invitation
0: of course of course um so I I so I'm at dinner this week and and this is what this show is going to be about so I'm at dinner this week with a guy named Gary Buxton Gary is with TSI tempur and so we're having this great dinner conversation and it comes up about um places we love to eat and we talked about Il Molina this place in Las Vegas it's an Italian place they have a great place in Manhattan they got a store in Florida too I think But just incredible service every time you go it's like the waiter uh they they just absolutely attack your table with service there's food on it that you never ordered before you ever even uh, get the napkin into your (laughs) lap? that kind of place right and so we were we were talking about that which led into a conversation adrian about other retail or service experience that just wowed the heck out of us and Uh, Gary told me a story that I I, want to share here about um, uh, an experience he had with his wife at Nordstrom. And so they went in to buy a briefcase backpack for him for Toomey. And he had like a a trip he had to like be on like in just a couple days. And so he didn't have time to really wait for it. And his wife loves to shop there. So she's a big fan. He's like, oh, I'll just go to the Toomey store. She's like, no, 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 no. We got to go into Nordstrom. So they go into Nordstrom and they look in their Toomey shop and they didn't have what he was looking for. And um, and so the guy at Nordstrom, he's like, okay, Mr. Buxton, like, you know, what are you looking for? Can you give a picture? So the guy, so so Gary, like, shows him the picture of this briefcase he's looking for. And so the guy's like, you know what? Why don't you guys go shop? Give me, like, 15 minutes and let me see if I can figure something out. So they go away, they do some shopping. I'm sure it's shoes, right? His wife probably wanted women's probably. shoes. Isn't that what Nordstrom did? Probably. Totally no for, Yeah, yeah, exactly. The women's shoes. So anyway, so they come back after mm. like a half hour shopping. And here's the backpack sitting uh, on the counter. And he said, here you go, Mr. Buxton. We found that we, we got the backpack for you. And, you know, I hope it's the one you wanted. And Gary's like, it's exactly the one that I wanted. But how did you do that? You, you said you didn't have stock on it. And the guy said, "Well, there's a Toomey store like down the street. So we went down the street. I got the, the the thing you wanted, so you didn't have to go do it. And and here you go. So you know, Toomey's all map priced, right? So you don't you, you can't like sell it cheaper. So the the guy just basically sold it to Gary at a pass through cost, but he just helped him take that errand off of his list and had it there for him." at the end. And it just absolutely blew Gary away and and made him such a raving fan of Nordstrom. And there's so many Nordstrom stories out there. But anyway, so that just inspired me. And this whole conversation just uh, was one story after another of different things we had all experienced. So have you ever had someone, Adrian, like, wow you to the the degree where when it got done, you just like everyone you talked to for like the next couple of weeks, he like told them the story.
2: I mean, I'm sure there are numerous ones, but I was telling you kind of before we started recording. So I went to primetime this weekend and I flew Delta. And let me just say, in a prior life, I used to fly a lot. And I had status on another airline, also known as American. Um, and and I, I mean, I was platinum, right? So like I got met at the gate with golf carts and all of the things. So I know what to expect from an airliner. And I hated Delta. Like I just never had a good experience with them I will not fly through Denver because of Delta. Like, I think Denver is not a great airport either. So when I ended up on a Delta flight, I was like, it'll be fine, like, as long as you get there. But I wasn't, my expectations were so low because of just prior experiences. And that's the problem. Like, when you have one or two or multiple instances with a business or, in my case, an airline, you just have this very low expectation for them. Quinn, it blew me away the level of customer service that I received from Delta. And I know a lot of people are thinking, of course it's Delta. Like I love Delta. I did not love Delta before this event. Okay. But we get on the plane, everything is great. And like in the middle of the flight, you have a gentleman and I wish I had gotten his name. I ended up emailing Delta just part of this to tell them like, I was just blown away by this. He's a flight attendant and he's coming down to main cabin economy where us peasants sit. Right. And he's just like, Thank you, you know, Mr. Williams for being a Sky member. Thank you, you know, Ms. Davis for doing this. We appreciate you flying with us. I mean, and three or four people back there that were Delta Sky members that were just flying in economy, but he made a specific effort to go and find them during this flight and to tell them thank you for selecting Delta and flying with them. And it's the little things, Quinn, like that's just not a big thing. It didn't. T- he didn't have anything else to do other than pass out snacks but he took the time and he took the effort and it made an impression on me just as a former small business owner and now just kind of in this space I'm like it took him no extra time and that meant something to me and I'm not even a sky miles member
0: so okay so let's stay on the airline theme I have two other questions right? and and I'm sure it made you feel incredibly good and changed your opinion of Delta at the same time right and and
2: Absolutely. and there were multiple instances this weekend but that was just the first one that I was like I'm blown away and that took you no effort
0: Wow. So, okay, another airline. And, and Again, Gary Buxton told this story. So he was on a United flight, uh, and the pilot, I, I can't recall if it was before the flight, after the flight. I hope not during the flight because he needs to be flying the plane. But they do have computers and another pilot up there. But so the the pilot comes into first class, uh, and, and Gary was just right – right behind you missed this upgrade because he flies a lot too. But anyway, so he's observing this essentially. So the pilot comes out of first class and he's thanking every single person sitting up there and he's got everyone's name. And if they have status with the airline. So I don't know if you can see this. Can you see that? It's yes. on my phone.
2: So yes, I took thank you for today. flying with United. Yeah,
0: so the pilot flying with United. Eaten, yes. He wrote notes on all these business cards and he had, Mr. Buxton on there. And like, he, it was the craziest thing. So he literally wrote a little note on his business card and he said, listen, if there's anything that I could do for you, he said, my email is on the card. He said, just send me a note. He said, but you know, we want to know if we can improve our service or whatever, or just send me a note and say hi. So he sent that to, he gave that to every single person in the cabin. I was planning a trip back and I'm an American flyer too, but because I'm going back and forth to Houston, there's a direct flight. And um, I got done and they canceled my flight and I talked to a person on the phone and they rebooked me and um, into a flight I didn't want because they didn't have anything else available. And the flight that I did want that was full, um, you know, the the person at the end of the phone knew that I was kind of bummed about not being able to get it. And so I was frustrated and they could tell I was frustrated. But I said, listen, this has nothing to do with you. I don't need to misunderstand, like, my frustration. It's not with you. I'm just, you know, the situation. He's like, no, I understand. Thank you for saying that. So we hung up the phone, and all was fine. Mm -hmm. Ten minutes later, the same person calls me back, and he said, there's a flight leaving in an hour. It's direct. You want me to put you on it? Like, they called me back, and that never happened. So they blew me away, right? And so the point of this conversation for us is, what are the things that have happened to you in your life, if you're listening to the show, that have wowed you, right? And, and maybe it didn't take much time or effort or even money, but it's just something that they did that was a little bit extra that was so big that now here we sit on this podcast telling thousands of people these same stories. And, 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 and it's got a major, it had a major impact on us, but it gets us excited for their brain.
2: Absolutely. So I have ordered. I'm very excited about this. This actually brings it back to, you know, our industry. So I'm getting a table delivered today, a table that I ordered back in March. So rewind a little I bit. Last July, I go to order. The, I, I go to look at tables. And of course, everywhere I go is like, oh, it's going to be November. And I'm like, I can't wait till November. Like I got to have this like today. Fast forward to March. I still hadn't bought the table. So clearly I could have waited till July. And I end up going to this store that I actually really wanted to buy from, but the table was about $800 more than I had budgeted for. But you know, my husband, he was like, if it's what you want, just like, go ahead and get it. I mean, he's a good man. We've, we've worked through this in the last 14 years of our marriage. Anyway, I have just been, I guess, again, it was one of these where my expectations were so low that every little thing they have done, I have been surprised by, but I don't feel like this is, Like the average, I do feel like this is exceptional service. So I finally ordered the table back in March, April-ish and they're like, it's going to be here. This, it'll be ready the second week of July. It's a handmade table. I'm getting it hand scraped so that when my kids like dig their pencils into it, it looks like it's already supposed to be there because it's got all these knots in it anyway. Right. You've had little kids. You would understand this. I'm still in that phase of life, but I digress. So the first day that so I think I ordered it on like a 20 Wednesday on Friday I get an automated alert your basically table has gone into the warehouse for production and every 3 weeks I have gotten an automated it's just automated but somebody had to push the button to make it automated right because somebody it's like it's still in production we are carving it this week we are sanding it down we are cutting it every 3 weeks so We get to the first part of July and I'm like, I just want to make sure that my table is still set for delivery the second week of July. I wasn't going to be here. Literally the day that I was going to email them, I get a response from their sales manager, maybe their manager, I don't know. And she says to me, she's like, hey, I know that we had scheduled this for the second week of July. We are actually about three weeks behind in production. I just wanted to let you know it's probably going to be first or second week of August. Great. Thank you so much. Responded same day. So I had called up there and I said, hey, can you just give me a better timeline? And I hadn't seen the email at this point, even though they had sent it. And she was like, yes, I sent you an email. Sure enough, she had. That was my fault. Literally every week since then, I have gotten an email from them just saying, hey, we're still scheduled for the second week of August. Hey, just wanted to let you know. And then up to delivery day today, last week, they said, hey, we are going to deliver it on Friday. If you'll confirm that Friday is a good day, we will get it scheduled for a time. Two days ago, they told me it was going to be between 12 and 2. I've already gotten an email this morning that it's loaded on the truck, and the confirmed time is still 12 to 2. Like, that takes some work, right? But clearly, this company has got a system in place where communication is their top priority, and I think that's the key. Sometimes, you have to be exceptional at something in order to make an impact on people, even if it's just one thing. And for them, it's communication. I'm sure the table will be beautiful, but I will recommend everybody locally to go to them if they need a table or another piece of furniture made, because they've just been so responsive. Even when they were delayed, I wasn't upset about it because they were so intentional about communicating.
0: You know, it's, it's, it's the little things. It's such a cliche, but it's so true. It's the little things you do for the people in your life, the handwritten note, the, You know the text uh in a random moment in time to tell your kids something that's important to you or that you love them or uh you know a thank you card that's handwritten like all those little things so you know as we as we kind of like think through this and tie it back to the category and in your case on the furniture side right it was communication and and it sends the message number one, it probably cuts down uh, in a big way on any kind of cancellations they get. So I love that. Number two, you're sitting here talking about how great they are. Um, but number three, it makes you feel like you're important, right? There's evidence of the fact that mm-hmm. you're important. And so as you're, as you're listening to this, like, what are the things you could do inside of your business, like at the beginning of the process of when you're talking to them about buying something, or at the end, or how can you inspire your people to think creatively around? How can you really wow and delight people? How can you empower, uh, the people dealing with your customers? So give them a budget of $100 a month to do something really cool for your top, you know, your top customers. Send them a thing of flowers, um, buy them something on Amazon that, you know, that they love because it's one of their favorite things. So there's so many cool things you can do. It doesn't cost a lot of money, Adrian, but the cool part of it is that word of mouth marketing which is so much more valuable to any business than any paid marketing that you can do. You can generate it. You just have to create the culture, inspire your people and live that show the evidence that you care about the people that you're selling stuff to, even in your own company. Like you could do this stuff with them just to make them feel value. But uh, there's a lot of different cool things you can do to, to, to really surprise and delight. And so that was That's right. The- well, and
2: I will, no, and I, I think that's a great point, And I will take it even a step further. So a couple of years ago, one of my like New Year's resolutions, if you will, was to speak the good. Like that was the term that I adopted because I feel like all of the time, all we ever get are complaints. Like, what do they say? Nine out of 10 people that have great service are not the people that are going to come back and like say anything that they had great service. It's only going to be the one person that had a problem that's going to come back. And a lot of times, they're the one that's going to go on social media, and they're going to blast you, and nobody's paying attention to the nine other people that had a really great experience because they're not saying anything. That's just a byproduct of the society in which we live. And so a couple years ago, I started being very intentional about when I have a good experience with a brand or a company or just in general, I want to speak the good and speak that out to people, And which is why I followed up with Delta. I will say they also did a great job like following up a day after my flight. Hey, how was your flight? What could we do? How could we improve? But I was going to go ahead and do that anyway because I wanted to make sure that Delta knew, hey, I had two or three instances over the course of my flight that really just stood out to me as exceptional customer service. And so I would challenge people, even in our industry and in the category, when you see something, speak the good. Do to others as you would have them do to you. We were at prime time, and I told Mark, I said, hey, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go up to retailers and say, give me your best marketing advice in 30 seconds. If you haven't seen that episode, it went live yesterday morning go check it out. It's advice from, from actual retailers from primetime. But I would say you go leave Google reviews on companies that you feel like have done a good job. Do what you would like people to do and follow up with them and ask for a review. All of, I would say I interviewed probably two dozen people, at least six or seven of them. So let's say a good 25% of the people that I interviewed all said Google reviews are our best marketing. They were like, we are emphatic about going out and getting those Google reviews, following up with people that don't leave us a five star review, and hoping to change that. And so that's what I would tell people: is do do to them what you would like to do to you, them to you.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's great advice. And uh, when you do run across that great experience, be sure to you know let them know. As a matter of fact, I was just thinking, my daughter is at University of Arkansas, and I called their apartment, like the new apartment that she's moving into, and then mm-hmm. In the front office, were really great and helped us get into the unit faster because they had to do some painting to it and things. And they really worked hard to get them in faster. I had six of Gabby's sorority sisters uh, living at my house for two weeks. It was actually pretty fun. We had some great dinners, so awesome memories. But so I'm going
2: to sorority dad. What's that? You're the sorority dad.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was the cook and the clean and the yeah. bartender too. But it was a it was a blast. So this show inspired me. I'm going to call them and make sure they know how much I appreciate the fact that they helped Mm -hmm. get those kids into that apartment earlier. But anyway, Adrian, thank you so much for being on this show. I appreciate it. Love the stories. And if you're listening to this, be inspired. You know, uh, employees leave shitty bosses. Don't be a shitty boss. Do Do the small things for your people. Do the small things for your family. Do the small things for your customers and make them feel you and make them feel your gratitude and your appreciation for them. And I promise you it will make huge differences in every aspect of your life. So thanks for listening to this one. Hey, if you, uh, if you can and you have friends who maybe don't know about the Dos Marcos podcast or FAM at FAM.news, uh, let them know about us. It's a big campfire. We want a lot of people around it. Uh, so send the episode to someone, share it with your friends, and go give us a rating on either Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And uh, let's keep positive energy going. We appreciate everybody out there. For me and Adrian, until next time. You can bounce on it. Oh, oh. Yeah, bounce with it, bounce with it. Oh. Bounce
1: with it, bounce with it. Oh. All right. Ooh. Nah. Ooh. What is a hot lid? It's like peanut butter jelly. Bounce by the ounce, now we got it by the leader Well you take a spring and you wrap it up right You can sleep so smooth or bounce all night yeah. Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of the comfort core You can bounce on it Lay back, you don't have to practice It's the best thing to happen to your mattress yeah. Somebody to get in your vicinity You probably wanna feel a little bit of a hybridity from alone out of five, maybe one star. Springs and foam we're taking care of that lumbar. Mad back support, the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up. Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet party in the back of the business. Best of both worlds, like Mars and Venus. The ultimate hybrid. Nothing short of genius Keeping it loose while keeping it tight. We can make you sleep or play all night. Put You can bounce on it oh. No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get prison. Is where the magic is. And we just killed a A song song about about mattresses.